Hello, how you doing? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 11 of Be Bougie, Be True, Be You. I'm Charlotte Jones. I hope you're having a great week, whatever you're getting up to. And hopefully you got to enjoy the heatwave here in the UK last week. I did. I actually had the best time last weekend. Two of my best friends and I, we went up to London for the whole weekend. So we sat in the park, we ate food, we had drinks, we tried out different restaurants, we had a little mooch around markets, we went around the Shoreditch area, which is all really trendy, feels a bit too cool for me, but I loved it. And we had great weather the whole time, but we also had a proper night out. And what I mean by that is we got really dressed up, We went to a restaurant where we had fancy food and cocktails. But then, but then we actually got to go to a bar that was open until 2.30 in the morning. And we made sure we stayed until closing. Now, let me tell you, I loved it. I had the best time, literally felt like I was 18 again. But it is now Wednesday and that was Saturday. And I'm very much now reminded that my body is 31 and not 21 because I do not bounce back from those late nights like I used to. And what I mean by that is it's not even the alcohol. It's not even the alcohol. It's literally the late night. Like, quite honestly, it's going to take me until next Saturday to feel like I don't need a nap throughout most of the day. And that's just embarrassing, but it's the truth. (laughs) Anyway, moving on to this week's episode. What I want to talk about is... When you think you've got your life on track, like everything you've worked towards, everything you've been planning seems to be going in that direction. And then out of the blue, something comes along and completely rips that from underneath you. You've been pointed in a whole new direction. You weren't prepared for it. You don't know where you're going. You've got no roadmap to show you where you've got to go next. And it feels like you're starting at the bottom. So let's start this week's episode. You're listening to Be Bougie, Be True, Be You with Charlotte Jones, the podcast to chat about a little bit of anything and everything. Today is the 16th of June, which means tomorrow would have been my fourth wedding anniversary and 12 years with my ex-husband. Now, anytime there's an anniversary, whether it's a birthday, whether it's a work celebration, I don't know about you, but I get quite sentimental. (laughs) And regardless of what the anniversary is for or the date is for, I will very often find myself looking back and reminiscing over certain times and looking at all the changes that have happened in that space of time. And particularly for me, the last year of my life has been hugely transformative, which is why I feel that I am now in a good place to be able to talk about when you think your life is on a certain path, you've put the work in, you've had this vision for maybe your entire life of where you see your life going, you put the groundwork in, you're on that track, everything seems to be falling into place and you're moving along that track regardless of what comes your way, you're very, very focused and then out the blue, that track is ripped away from under you, you've got no roadmap, you are placed in a totally different direction and it almost feels as if you're starting at the bottom and you have no clue where you're going or what you're doing. And the reason I believe I am now in a good position to speak about how to deal with 
that scenario when you think that your life is going in one way and something happens and you're going in the what could feel like the opposite direction depending on your situation and what's happened is because I have always been somebody who needed a plan I needed to know what was coming next. I didn't like change. Now, you want to throw me a birthday surprise, surprise party, surprise present? I love that. Those surprises, I'm all for. But when it comes to life and day-to-day living, I need to know exactly what's coming next. It's a form of insecurity and anxiety. I just need to have a plan and I need to know. And I've always been that way until the last year, really. So for me, when that path I was on, when that track I thought I was following got ripped out from under me, I struggled so much and I had to learn a lot of lessons in quite a short space of time. And I finally feel I am now in a place where the most of those lessons have sunk in and I am able to navigate and create a new path that works for me and I don't feel like I have any regrets and I don't feel like I am missing out on what could have been or what should have been however you want to look at it. But there are two different perspectives that I want to talk about today when it comes to your life suddenly going in a totally different direction. Because as human beings we like to be very logical and black and white and we like to think that there is a solution for everything and it's very quick fix very easy and when it comes to our feelings and emotions that is just not the case we need to give ourselves time to understand how we truly feel about a situation and although we know we have experienced this in whatever form it has come in our life whether it's over a job but we couldn't see clearly on what decision to make whether it's a friendship or a family relationship but obviously more commonly it's with romantic relationships we might say things that people hear on the outside and they can very quickly go well you're not happy he's not happy she's not happy you should end or when it ends well it obviously wasn't working so it's for the best and we are so quick to put that on the person going through it but we forget when you're the one actually going through that change no matter what may have been going on around the relationship that person is much more in their emotional brain than their logical brain. And I learned recently that our emotional brain is five times stronger than our logical brain. So when you're looking at someone's situation on the outside, you're seeing it purely logical, which is great and easy. And wouldn't life be so much simpler if we could do that when we're the ones going through it? But when it comes to it, so often we can't do that. And I kind of just wanted to talk about this slightly different perspective before I go into how I managed to set this new track up for my life, if that's what you want to call it, because I'll explain more on that in a minute. But I just wanted to say that I think it is so important for every single human being to listen more and judge less and give more patience to your friend, your family member, whoever is going through the breakup, the difficult situation where they're so in their emotional brain they can't see clearly. Because for me, I know that my relationship had problems. I know that at times they felt very overwhelming. I even spoke last week on my Instagram stories about a situation that happened in my marriage in 2018 that literally knocked me for six. But I could only speak about that situation last week because I finally felt that I understood what had gone on at that time. But that took me 
what, a year and a half. This is where my maths is going to be really bad. So that was towards the end of 2018 and it's now June 2021. And it's been in the last two months where I feel that I have gained complete clarity and understanding around my feelings and emotion about that situation and what happened at that time. Because although I knew what was going on then, I had an element of truth around what I was feeling and what was happening. There was so much stress and drama and input from others that I didn't know what the truth was. And even when I worked with Persia Lawson, who was on the podcast last week, it's a fantastic interview, by the way, if you haven't heard it yet. It's all around using your intuition in dating and your love life. And it is one of the most important things I have learned to use. And so throughout 2019, I'd got all these new tools to navigate my dating life, my love life and my life in general. And I was behaving in such a healthier way for everyone involved, myself and my husband and everyone around me. I was learning so much and I was in this really good headspace. I was in a stronger headspace than I've ever been, but I still wasn't gaining clarity around that situation because what I did is it felt too much to try and understand. So I blocked it out. I pretended I dealt with it. And at that point, I wasn't pretending. I believed I had dealt with it and left it in the past. And it wasn't until September 2019, which is almost a year after that big situation happened, where my husband and I had this really silly bicker. It was overpacking because we were going on a family holiday with his family to Jersey for the weekend. It was like a mini golf adventure trip. And... um. That makes much more sense if you know the family. I've just realised that. But basically, it was a family get-together. And they were all going out in the morning, but I had work. So I was flying out in the afternoon to meet everybody. And throughout the afternoon, I really started to struggle. I started to have panic attacks, which I hadn't had in such a long time. Because, as I said, I had learnt so many new tools and coping mechanisms. I was so much healthier, but something was not sitting right with me again. And I was voice-noting a friend... And I can't tell you what I was saying because I was just all anxious ridden and blah, 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 blah. And she gave me a little bit of clarity slash not even tough love. I don't think tough love's the right phrase. She was just honest with me. And I was at the airport and I was listening to this voice note and she said, Charlotte, I think you need to face the fact that you haven't dealt with your feelings from last year because it's very apparent they're still there. And my response, my first response was, no, I have. I've dealt with that. I've moved on. I dealt with that last year. Like that's all, that's all in the past. It's done. And she was like, Charlotte, the way that you're talking, you haven't dealt with it. Those feelings are still very much present. And that hit me like a ton of bricks, but I needed to hear it. And then I got on the plane and I was kind of shell-shocked because I thought, wow, I've done all this work on myself. I've learned so much, but I have completely avoided that. I've just pretended like it didn't happen. I didn't properly process and deal with it. And that was really, really hard. But the reason I've just said that story is that I still had a truth that even then, when that truth bomb was dropped on me by one of my best friends, it didn't matter. My truth at that point was still, I can fix my marriage. My marriage is okay. We'll make it work. It will be fine. Like, I want my marriage. I want my husband. I want our life. And that was my mindset even though I did believe what she was saying, I knew it was true. There was obviously still an element of my brain that wasn't ready to accept that yet. And that was nearly a year later. And throughout 2019, my husband and I had a 
it was it was a real mixture of a year. There were times where we had really lovely, amazing memories. We shared our thirtieth birthdays. We both planned each other lovely surprise parties. We had little trips away where we had great times, but we also had still so many times where it was so obvious that the issues were not being resolved. But in my head, I was doing my best to fix them. I really, really was. And I thought it will be okay. And I just wasn't aware that I had spent 11 years being the fix-it person. And so to me, everything that was going on was normal. But when you say it to someone on the outside, it's, Charlotte, there are some things there that you need to look at. But I couldn't see that yet. And I wasn't ready to see it yet. Even though I was trying to see it, I ever since I reached out and worked with Persia, I made a promise to myself that I would never shy away from everything. I would always deal with it head on. So I was trying to deal with it. I was trying to face it. But there was a part of my brain, my subconscious, that was not ready to see it yet. I mean, throughout 2019, we planned when we were going to start trying for a family, which would have been in 2020. We started to put things in place for us to get a mortgage on our country home because I, you know, I loved the country and I wanted the big family house in the countryside where that family we were planning would have been brought up. And that was my intention. That was my focus, regardless of what was going on around me. And there were truths I knew that were there that I couldn't face yet. Like, I wanted my marriage and I wanted to make it work and I just wasn't able to see the bits that I needed to see and that's what I want everybody, every single person to understand that you know a truth on the outside, you hear a logical thing or you hear a thing that your brain will translate logically and go well that must mean this but the person who's going through it will not be seeing it that way yet. And they will only see it when their mind is ready to see it. And that can take sometimes years, sometimes months, sometimes a couple of days. It entirely depends on what it is and how that person has been, what their triggers are, what they've been through in their life to create certain anxieties or blocks, whatever that might be. So I wanted to just say that because it's so important to give people patience, to come to the realisations in their own times and never pressure them. Never go, why can't you see it? Or why are you upset? Because it's obviously it wasn't working. Because it wasn't obvious to them. Even if they were saying it themselves, there was still a part of their brain that didn't want to believe that, didn't want to accept that because they loved the person and they wanted to make it work regardless of everything else. So moving back to how I dealt with when my life got put on a whole new track and how I dealt with it was I made myself be patient and I had to give myself time. Now, you're already going to hear that and go, yeah, I get it, you hear it all the time, just give it time. And I'm someone, when I hear that, I'm like, shut up, I can't hear that because I am a very impatient person. If I wanted something, I wanted it yesterday. I love to be the fix-it person and if there's something that I feel needs fixing, I've got to fix it right away. I can't leave it and gradually figure out what's best to do. I have to fix it instantly. I can't stand to leave problems. But that's almost as if it was like a scab and I'm picking at a scab, which we always know makes it worse. We're taught, don't pick your scabs. The way my brain works is, is it thinks it's fixing a problem, but actually most of the time it's probably making it worse by trying to fix it so much. So for the first time ever in my life, when my marriage broke up, no matter what heartbreak, what confusion, what frustration I was feeling... I made myself sit in it. Sometimes I would briefly distract myself with having a couple of glasses of wine 
eating probably more junk food than I should or, or binging TV too much. But each month when I would feel a certain way, I actively practiced patience. I actively practiced. I know I'm not in a position to make any decisions right now because my emotions are still very vulnerable. I'm still very vulnerable. So any decisions I make right now will most likely not suit me when I am feeling better, when I am feeling more healed from all of this. And that's really, really hard for me to do because I actively need to know. And the way as well of avoiding pain for me is to put practical plans into action. So I actually made about three different plans throughout last year of where I wanted my life to go. Right, I've hit this bomb and I'm not going to dwell on it. So what can I do instead? I'm going to go over here and do this. I'm going to go over here and do that. And then obviously living in the time we're living in as well with COVID, it it makes things, you can't plan basically. But I still ignore that. I was like, nope, that's what I'm going to do. And definitely two different plans that I made last year got cancelled. Couldn't happen. And then I got really frustrated thinking, come on, like you've already changed my life enough. Well, I don't know who I'm talking to when I say that. <laughs> the universe. Like, can you not just throw me a bone? Like, I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to make a different plan so I have something to follow. And isn't there that saying that when you make plans, God laughs? And literally last year, that is what it felt like. And then I was like, you know what? You want to give up. And you think, what's the point? And what I realized is I'm looking at it all wrong. It's good to have plans. It's good to have a focus. It's good to have something to aim towards. But I was getting far too attached to my plans. I am somebody that gets attached very easily to things, people, situations. I always joke with my friends, like we, from our night out, my friend wore this amazing dress and she looked incredible and I loved it. She's already sold it. I was like, why would you sell it? Because I get attached, it's not even my dress. It's, I'm very, like I said at the beginning, very sentimental, it's how my brain works. And it suddenly hit me, again, only in the last two months, which would have been a good year following on from the breakup where I need to learn how to detach. And I didn't want to detach and become numb and then never want to find another partner, never want to do anything because I'm scared of getting hurt. I didn't want that kind of detachment, but I wanted to be detached in the way of whatever comes to me comes. If it stays, it stays. And if it goes, it goes. And just be very neutral. Enjoy it and have fun with it, but stop clinging to it because I, anything that I love I never want to lose and I get so emotionally attached and I was doing that to these plans so every time they were having to change or be cancelled I was feeling really upset and frustrated about it. So the way that I have dealt with realising my life is on a totally different track like if it was on the track that I thought it was going to be on I might have been pregnant by now I might have had a baby by now I might have been living in the countryside somewhere totally different that was my plan but Being so attached to that plan left me with a lot of upset and difficult feelings. If I could have accepted that's what I wanted and if it happens, great, but if it doesn't, I'll find something else that I will love just as much. But I needed, again, don't want to contradict myself, it's very hard, but just have that slight detachment from it. And when you look into things like the law of attraction and manifesting and all that kind of stuff, which I found really, really fascinating recently... They talk about when you're trying to control a situation, when you're trying to like cling to it, you're restricting it really. And the best metaphor that I am now trying to live my life by is they talk about, someone talked about somewhere, I think it was Abraham Hicks, very interesting to look up by the way, um, about being in a boat 
And the best way to imagine your life being as perfectly fun and joyful as it can be is you're in a boat, but you let go of the oars and you just let the river take you downstream and it just flows. And then, you know, if you stop at somewhere nice, you stop at somewhere nice and you keep going. And it's a lot to get your head around because then you think, well, am I not, do I, what do I do? Like, am I just leaving things to come to me? And it's not that. It's when you get in such a relaxed, calm headspace, you can see really, really clearly of things that you could like to try and do. And when you do that, you also aren't doing it from a panicky, clingy state of what you think you should be doing at certain times of life, which we all know affects us, especially women, especially if we want children. And once we get to 30, we start thinking all these thoughts about like, some people don't, some people do. I have had those thoughts, but I have managed to now neutralize them and just think, I know it's going to happen and it will happen when the time's right. And I actually feel very peaceful with that now, which is nice. But the imagery of just being in a boat, going downstream, letting the nice things come to you. And if they go, they go. And if if something frustrating or upsetting comes, it comes. But it will also go. It will also pass. And you can just work with what comes with you rather than trying to force something into place. And I think any of us that really struggle with when a plan changes is because we're feeling the need to control our lives to feel safe and to feel secure which can normally come from having a life of like even if you've had a lovely life but just where situations have felt out of control as a child or something's happened that's upsetting maybe a parent's been ill maybe somebody's died whatever it might be that we want to feel safe so we want to control our environment as much as possible and the biggest most beneficial lesson I have learned is patience and time with myself first and then the situations going on around me whatever they are and that I do not make any decisions unless I know I am in a good calm relaxed happy headspace which is the opposite of what I used to do I used to need to in fact the more anxious or stressed I was the quicker I needed to make a decision to either fix it or to do the next best thing because I couldn't just relax so if your life has suddenly seemed to be completely blown apart and you're going in a direction you never saw yourself going in know that you can make it something even better no matter how hard it feels and it's a process so you've got to give yourself the time and the patience to navigate those feelings and emotions but bit by bit things will come to you ideas will come to you but they will only come to you from a place of truth when you have let yourself fully accept everything and that can only happen when it happens don't rush yourself because the more you rush yourself the more it's not real and the more things will come back and get you later that's something that again I have learned because it's happened to me time and time again that's what I meant towards the beginning of the episode when I said I now know that I am in a good space to talk about this because it's been over a year and I've had time to process and work out my feelings and thoughts around the situation I spoke about what I did on my Instagram stories last week to do with 2018 because, again, I've had the time. But that wasn't just two months' time. That was over two years' time to think about what happened and then be able to express it in a way that I know is completely true. I hope this episode has been useful for you. If you are somebody who is struggling right now with not knowing where to turn because something's just completely come out the blue and you don't know how to handle it you can always reach out on my instagram which is at charlotte jones presents and i will see you next time Mm